0: No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible.
1: This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. She's a four-time NCAA champion. A four-time Final Four Most Outstanding Player, a WNBA Champion, a WNBA MVP, a WNBA Finals MVP, and an Olympic gold medalist. How is that for a resume? We were speaking of the great Brianna Stewart, who just played her first game in more than nine months after rupturing her Achilles. Brianna, thank you for being with us.
0: Thank you for having me. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. Um... You know, as you just said, I had my first game back um, a few days ago, and um, it felt really good to get on the court. And I think, you know, I wasn't looking too much into it other than being on the court, helping the team win, and um, not thinking, just playing. And that's what I did.
1: It was... um... It was an emotional game. Obviously, you guys were playing UConn, the U.S. national team playing UConn shortly after the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi, who wanted to play at UConn. What, what was the atmosphere like, Brianna? Um, you
0: know, you you said it. It was it was very emotional. Um, you know, when the news broke the day before, nobody wanted to believe it, and everybody was was really in shock. And um, even uh, the morning of game day was was tough you know, because Suteron was very silent. Um, Kobe was a person that affected, you know, a lot of people. I mean, everyone on our national team, for sure. Um, Everyone on the current UConn team, because Gigi was such a a big supporter and and they went to a lot of games. But, you know, we knew that day was going to be hard. Um, But the biggest thing that we could do and and the, the way we could respect And carry on Kobe's legacy the most was play and uh, play at the highest level we could.
1: We're speaking with Brianna Stewart, the four-time NCAA champion, the WNBA champion, the WNBA MVP and Olympic gold medalist who is hoping, oh, in about eight or nine months to win a second Olympic gold medal. The United States trying to win, I believe, its seventh consecutive gold medal in women's basketball. Um, You play... In the WNBA, Brianna, you play overseas. You play for Team USA. All these, you won the FIBA World Cup last year as well in 2018, and you were the MVP of that tournament. When you have so many gold medals and championships already, what what would another Olympics title mean to you? Um,
0: I mean, I think another Olympic gold would. It would mean a lot to me. I think, you know, the last Olympics, I was the youngest one there. I was just out of college. Um, a lot wasn't expected from me and, um, you know, I didn't I didn't really play that much. I was more so there as a sponge and uh, to be prepared for the next one. And now, you know, we're four years later and the next one is coming up and my role is different uh, with the team. And I'm just looking forward to to being out there and trying to make an impact and making sure that uh, we win the seventh straight gold medal and Sue and Diana uh,
1: win their fifth gold medal. You were saying last week, I saw you quoted, um, saying that you don't know how to play 70%. You only know 100% or zero. And you're still in the process of... Um, getting back into complete playing shape after what happened nine months ago. So how are you going to be able to not push too hard? Um, I mean, I think now it's,
0: it's not about not pushing too hard. I think, you know, when I was a few months back, like I would be able to go on the court, but I could only go 70%, which is very difficult because like, how do you know what 70% is? um, but now when I'm on the court like I I can I'm I'm going to play my hardest, you know, I'm going to go at 100%. Uh, and now it's just about uh making sure that I have a a grace period to kind of get back into the rhythm of things and and my minutes are limited in both games and practices and um you know, every day gets a little bit better, every week gets a little bit better and you know, I I still have to go through the the process of getting back. You know, now I'm on the court and I can play, but um, it's just a different part of the rehab. If that makes sense.
1: We're speaking with Brianna Stewart, one of the great players in the sport of basketball anywhere on the planet, who is working her way back from uh, a ruptured Achilles injury took place nine months ago, and you're always playing, as we said playing for the national team, you're playing for your club teams. Um and uh a lot of people you know still identify you with that remarkable run at UConn, you're the only player female or male to win the most outstanding player award uh all 4 years to win four championships as well at the collegiate level. Um you know when when you think about all those achievements, I keep coming back to this, what what do you what are you still hungry for in the game? Uh,
0: you know, I think the thing is, like, I've had a lot of success, and I'm I'm very um, happy with the success that I've had, but I'm 25. You know, I'm 25, I'm coming off of an, an Achilles injury, and I want to I wanna do more. I want to win more, and, you know, I have a lot of time left in my career to do that, so the things that I've Done already, I would like to do them again. And I'd like to uh, win as much as I can and just make sure that, um, you know, my career goes the way that I want it to.
1: Brianna, speaking of more. Uh, that's a terrible segue, but Maya Moore, uh, who preceded you at UConn, one of the great players in UConn history, great player in the WNBA with Minnesota. She announced last week that she's not going to play in the upcoming WNBA season. Again, she's not going to be part of the Olympic qualifying process because she's committed to working for social justice reform. And in particular championing the case of one man, she believes was wrongly convicted in Missouri and wrongly in prison. Well, what is what is it, you know? As somebody who knows Maya more, what do you think about that and and her decision not to be part of part of the game for the at least the upcoming year?
0: I mean, I think that you know Maya, um, she realizes that there's more to life than just basketball, and you know, as a person who's had a very successful career, she's invested in in something um, that also takes great importance in her life and you know um, I think it's it's a very difficult thing to do Um, so I think that you know at the WNBA and everything like that we're proud of her and we support uh, all decisions she makes because um, you know like I said there's other things in life than basketball and you know sometimes you don't realize that until you're you're away from it you know like I realized it while I was uh, going through my rehab process. And and she realized that uh, um, after she sat out her first year that you know she can make an impact in a, a number of ways, and basketball is just one.
1: Of course, the Olympic tournament uh, coming up in about eight months, Olympics taking place – I'm sorry, seven months taking place in Tokyo this year. The U.S. has been so dominant for so long, Brianna. If there is a team out there that can challenge – you guys, who would it be? Um,
0: I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of teams that could challenge us. Um, Our toughest opponent is usually Australia. Um, But with that being said, France is difficult. Spain is difficult. Uh, Belgium is difficult. And to be honest, like the rest of the world is continuing to get better. And, you know, USA, we're, we're always getting better, but the, the gap is, is starting to get smaller and smaller.
1: You're going to Serbia in the next few days after you play in Louisville this weekend. You're going to Serbia for the Olympic qualifying tournament. Even though you guys have already qualified, uh, you're required by FIBA to take part in this tournament. What, what do you guys hope to get out of it?
0: Um, I mean, the, the biggest thing we hope to get out of it is obviously, you know, we, we, we want to win these games. Uh, because we we never want to lose. But it's nice to have some time with the team before, you know, Tokyo, because we're going to go right into WNBA and have only a little bit of time to get together right before the Olympics. Um, so to kind of build off of the chemistry that we already have, uh, for me personally, um, just taking advantage of getting some more um, in-game action um and, and having every game be a little bit better, uh, coming back from this injury. But uh I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to, to playing, to being back with the team. You know, it's it's easy when you're with such a talented group and you just have to go out and play and, and not have to do too much.
1: Brianna You know, an athlete uh, at your level knows their capabilities and their body better than anyone else could possibly know it. Uh, When you left the game uh, with your injury nine months ago, you were widely considered the best player in the world. Are you still that same player?
0: Um, Absolutely. I mean, I'm still, I'm still that same player, and I still look at myself as the best player in the world. Um, You know, I, I have to shake some rust off and that type of thing, but. You know, throughout my entire process, my rehab process, it wasn't about getting back to where I was, you know, it was about uh, setting myself up so that when I'm back, I'll be better. I'll be better than what I was before.
1: We're speaking with Brianna Stewart. Brianna, uh, about a year and a half ago, um, you did a story on E60 on ESPN with my colleague, Julie Foudy, and a lot of people were very, um, very moved by it. You, you bravely talked about your experience as a girl growing up in Syracuse being being abused sexually by a family member, by by your uncle, your mother's sister's husband. And um, I'm wondering, in the year and a half since then, what, what kind of an impact do you think telling your story has made on other people?
0: Um, you know, telling my story has made a, a bigger impact than, than I, I knew it would, if that makes sense, you know. Um, When I published this story, I wasn't sure if I was going to get positive or negative feedback because you never know in the world of social media and that type of thing. Um, But overall, it was 100% positive across the board. And, you know, even still, like, um, I'll finish a game and people will be like, thank you for for speaking out about your story. You know, you helped me. You helped save my life. Um, Or if they had a family member who's been through a similar situation. And it just goes to show, like, you know everybody's going through something, and I think sometimes that that gets overlooked. Everyone's going through or has gone through something um and it's it's how you you know continue on from that. you know sometimes life is really tough, and um, you know you can go through a hard thing and still do whatever you want to
1: do in life. He's extremely brave, and I know it did make an impact on a lot of people. Brianna Stewart looking this year for her second Olympic gold medal to go along with all those other trophies and accolades. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us here on The Sporting Life. I know how busy you are right now. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm Jeremy Shapp, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern time.